0: You're listening to the Collab Talk podcast, episode four of the MVP Buzz Chat series. In this episode, I'm talking with Tom Arbuthnot, who is an Office Apps and Services MVP as well as a Microsoft Certified Master. <laughs>
1: This is Christian Buckley. I'm the founder and CEO of CollabTalk, and I'm here with Tom. Hey guys, Tom Arbuthnot. I'm Principal Solutions Architect at Modality Systems, and I spend all my time focused on Skype for Business and now Microsoft Teams. So this episode of MVP Buzz Chat, so we're actually here in Microsoft Studios, we're over in Building 127
0: here in Redmond, Washington. And Tom, like your, your background, your focus, why do you tell the audience?
1: Yeah, so, so I come from a, a unified communications background, so originally Cisco when it was IP telephony. Mm-hmm. Jumped over to Microsoft when it started becoming true unified communications. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed it through OCS, Link, Skype. You know our two-year rebrand. What right. we do. Yep. Um, and and now, interestingly, at the point where it's now Microsoft Teams is kind of Microsoft's new vision of where that technology goes.
0: It was interesting as we were ta- talking about. What to cover here around kind of the Microsoft's vision for intelligent communications? Because my background being from the SharePoint collaboration, knowledge, and records management side of things, and building out portals, building out you know intranet environments, and getting into the SharePoint space, is that. Uh, one of the topics that i've talked about for last decade is about social and about the communication side so instant messaging and and other types of communications but being these other artifacts that are captured in the normal uh, you know doing business as we yeah. collaborate and so we're now kind of seeing the merging of these two sides
1: yeah and it makes sense like so if you're having you know instant messaging conversations or, or recording conferences on Skype you've been doing that for the longest time those those assets don't really get used they get lost you know they're in your conversation right. history and outlook or maybe at best you put a recording on sharepoint and nobody goes and rec- looks at it but now with teams and intelligent communications it feels like we're on the edge of really making use of those assets right.
0: Well, it's, it, it's you think of that. Um, I often describe it as IP leakage. So where you have this intellectual property that's being created, this tacit knowledge. Yeah. Um, how I always share it is that. When I started working for the phone company back in the uh, uh, mid-1990s, uh, Pacific Bell, I went and sat with a guy in, uh, who owned these processes, and that was his last week. My first week was his week of classic, retirement.
1: Classic handover. Hey, I
0: get to go out to lunch, and he actually, he literally handed me binders. And I would ask him questions. He's like, well, that's in the binder. And I would open this up and see this very d- detailed workflow, this process mm-hmm. for this action, and I'd be lost. Like, where do I even start? Where do I look for this thing? And I would go and ask him questions about it. And he would just tell, start telling me these stories. So here I am taking notes. And at one point, I thought, it's like, I need to record this somehow. I'm going to lose all of this valuable information.
1: Yeah.
0: That's essentially what happens when you are not capturing your chat,
1: your the the, the meetings, the conversation, yeah. the audio, oh, like, the video. Like email as well, even just right. back to basics, like it kills me internally. You know, we're about 150 people, so not huge, but you know, big global in the sense of communication. So teams in the US, teams in Australia, teams in the UK. Every time I see a great thread on email, I'm like, no, this is gonna get lost. And like I've been a big champion of Yammer, but Yammer's a cultural shift that's hard for some people. Mm-hmm. Teams is a good middle ground for us because right the conversation is at least happening out loud, it's at least getting recorded, it's at least getting archived.
0: And the vision for it, and not that it's 100% there, but Microsoft is very clear of the roadmap for that, is that eventually all of those activities that happen within Teams gets tied back and, and recorded, captured within yeah. the graph. And so you think of it this way, like today, I can't go into any one tool, any one system, I can't go into SharePoint, or even into Teams, or, or Yammer, or Exchange, or even on the back end, I can't go in and do a search and pull up relevant conversations and artifacts from all of those systems. Yeah. But that's where it's going. Yeah. That's part of the intelligent communications is having that context, having all that relevant intellectual property. Yeah. So,
1: so I'll give you an example. So I'm, one of my roles is kind of product owner for one of our products. So I work with a development team in a different office. We do a, a daily standup at 930. Now on Teams, we have a channel for that standup. So we can record the conversation. That recording is currently in early preview, but it's coming mainstream. Mm -hmm. So the stand-up automatically gets recorded, goes to stream automatically, gets transcripted automatically. So if someone wanted to now, they could go back to Monday stand-up Skim the transcript, jump to the right point for them. Previously, that was just getting lost. Now right. that is all archived. And if, you know, quite often as I do, I make a decision or a recommendation, two weeks later, the team are like, You said two weeks ago we were going to do this. Like, well, now right. it's there. So, and that's for me as much as anything else. Like, what was my context? Oh, yes, right. I remember why I said that. And, and, and it's powerful too, if, is using you now Office 365 video
0: and stream, is being able to go and look at the transcripts of yeah, videos awesome. as well and search on that to find that relevant information. So, even if you find, uh, you do a search and it pulls back a video, um, being able to go more in-depth and say, well, at the 10 minute, 12 second mark, that's where this discussion actually happened. So it's going to make it even more relevant, more contextual. um,
1: And Stream picks out who was talking as well, it attempts to do facial recognition, it attempts to do, so you can literally see on the stream who was talking when and what they said in the transcript. I mean, yeah, as you say, it's, it's early days for these technologies, but this is where the differences between what Microsoft call unified communications and intelligent communications. Intelligent communications is trying to leverage cloud power, bots, you know, AI, everything that's special about the cloud, right. bring that into the communications process.
0: Well, I think that a lot of uh, you know, people that are interested in the future of that automation, the bots and the connectors, and kind of all those different pieces, and they say, well, you know, I look at some of the examples of that out there, and, and granted, some of them, it's early, so some of them are very simplistic, and it's co- different companies, different partners are experimenting and seeing what's possible there. But it also requires to have those feeds, to have those inputs. If it's not yet part of the graph, if it's not yet being captured, you can't then obviously go in and automate those pieces. So we need everything to be journaling, recording into the substrate of the the graph, being captured there within. And then when you think of, the machine learning being able to go in and recognize that you know Tom just went and searched on this field, um, but what he really means, you know, like everybody that was searching on that, was really ended up looking for this. Yeah. And start making suggestions. Definitely. That's, you know, I always say that the downside to search is that there's a lot of factors that make for search to work. I mean, one, you have the right permissions. Two, that the right metadata was applied. Three, that the system is live, whether it's in the cloud or on-prem somewhere. Um, four, that it's uh, that, that it is set up, that it's classified properly. I mean, and then five, you have to use
1: the right keywords to even pull that up. you use the wrong keywords, you'll never find that. that yeah, content. and sometimes you don't know what the keyword is to know what you're looking for. I mean, we know as kind of like, certainly as a technologist. Like being able to search is one of our key skills. You know, it's it's quotes, it's it's plus this, it's minus that. Like driving that down, that's a skill set that hopefully, as search gets better and better, you need less of it. So, like you say, I'm looking for this. Oh, you might mean this, or you might want to talk to Lindsay because she's the expert in that area. Like like bring up help, not just results. Well, well,
0: I'd say that's what the bot is going to be able to go and do. They, the bot can be an expert at the search and know what to go and add and ask me about to do those refiners to pull that. It's like, yeah. hey, look, I found these results. You know, How else do you want me to go and look for this? Or start to make suggestions and let me then go make selections yeah. from that. So
1: a really cool use case, you remind me on that, is um, one of the Australian universities that are using Teams, they had a third party build a bot. The bot sits in the channel while the students are talking. And as they're talking, if certain keywords come up, the bot says, oh, you might want to go and replay this lecture because I've noticed you said this word three or four times, like that was the lecture, this might help you. And and they've seen some really good reports on like, oh yeah, like content that previously was getting unused is now surfacing and being used because it's contextual.
0: Right. You know what's exciting about this too is that the the concept is not new. And I remember in the late 1990s, this idea in software development of this pattern recognition, and it was one of the problems of using uh, unified modeling was that, well, if we have a common way of describing and talking about what eventually becomes the code, yeah. then we can look for patterns and be able to reuse and kind of share those different things. The reality is that it's a much more complex problem like that. Yeah. And so, by using artificial intelligence, the machine learning to go and adapt and, and fill the gaps to understand oh, but this is what people who looked for this really did. Here's no. the actions that happened. Here's the friend of a friend of a friend, and they looked at something similar, and let's maybe that's more relevant for this search.
1: Definitely. Providing that kind of knowledge is just going to improve it across the board. But, I mean, the other thing that's key now is the capture. Like realistically, you can have the best knowledge management processing system tags in the world. Like if, if there's friction there, people keep stuff on their local disk or you know, they do a meeting and it wasn't recorded. Now with Office 365, that it's, it's less friction to centralize than not. Like you're by default, you're on OneDrive, by default, you're probably in Teams, by default, right. you're recording. So all that data is pretty much automatically captured now, right. which is really you know, kind of these these twin things of the capture being more automatic and the processing power and expertise in the cloud coming together. And I think that the only thing missing, and I know it's on the roadmap and we're
0: getting close to that, is that all of the conversation also being unified on the back end where it's being captured. So whether you're having a threaded conversation, a discussion in Yammer, or it's happening over inside of Teams, or it's happening on you know on Skype consumer if you have it tied in yeah. there, if you make it available for that or save it down, or, or even through third party tools that are integrated into SharePoint, if you can then tie it all into that back in and make it searchable and accessible, then it becomes part of that Knowledge management. Yes. Base.
1: Yeah, you're not like knowledge management isn't something you go and do. It's the system is kind of doing a lot of the work for you, which right. is you know the only real way things get done is if they're automatic or part of the process. So I'm excited right. about that.
0: Well, this is the. I mean, this really is the future of uh, intelligent communications. It's it's we we talk about the technology because we're technologists. We yeah. get excited about cool features, cool new software. But the reality is, is it's it's just it's a way of organizing and surfacing the content that we've been capturing and gathering, you know, for years and years and years around knowledge management and collaboration. It's just another way to surface and consume that
1: information. Yeah. Yeah. Like you say, we get excited about the technology. I think that the thing that I'm trying to always bring myself back to is the the business and the users. And certainly in that case, none of the technology is any good unless the tool gets used. So it's all about that. You know, like you say, you've you've got email, you've got Yammer, you've got teams helping the users Pick the right tool, make the right use case, and and bring that together is really the key. Right.
0: All right. Well, thanks a lot for your time here, Tom. I know that we've got. a lot of other exciting things happening this week, and so uh, be, please check out the rest of the videos, the MVP Buzz Chat series here, as I interview one-on-one other MVPs from around the world across different technologies. So I know we're both office servers and services, but very different backgrounds. Yeah. getting back in, you know, into this this space, or we're both MVPs, but yeah, no, it's I appreciate, great to appreciate you a lot. Yeah,
1: appreciate being on the show, and uh, thanks to everybody in the studio for letting us use it, and. Uh, Hair and makeup and stuff. It's been yeah, yeah, it's been good fun. I know
0: you look you look great. Well, you know this is this is as good as it gets.
1: Whatever you whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, we look good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>